Welcome to Return to Oz Minute, the podcast that analyzes the 1985 film Return to Oz. I'm your host, Tierney Steele. I'm Mike Carlucci. And today we are talking about Minute 7, which starts with Auntie M and Dorothy heading for the house to get ready to go to the doctors, and ends with Dorothy yelling for Toto to go home. Uh, I originally just had the note, I'm distraught, because... All I have to say about this minute is that a dog cries, and so do I, and it's awful. Okay, okay, now, we can actually talk about things in this minute, but I just had to get that out there, that if you are upset by dogs being upset, this is not the minute for you. It's, so it's not a good moment. She's so sad, and she's so mean. I'm just like, where is she? I'm trying to remember. I know it's somewhere. I was like, and Dorothy is a monster and yells at Toto. He doesn't want to go home. He wants to go with you. I mean, I realized they had to write why Toto... Spoiler alert, Toto isn't in Oz. And I know there had to be a reason. But did it have to be with so much crying terrier? Uh, yes. Oh. Well, I will give it... This dog is killing it, then. If you're supposed to be acting as a sad dog, this dog does an excellent job portraying that emotion. Uh, Toto is played by Tansy, who is a Border Terrier. And this is actually the only movie credit I could find for that dog. So that would mean this was also introducing Tansy, in addition to introducing Feruza Balk. And this was her big... Her big breakout, her big role, but I don't think she went on to play anything else. I'm saying she, uh, I love that in the stories, Toto is a male, uh, has only been portrayed by female dogs that I saw. Uh, go feminism. Wonder Woman's awesome. If you haven't seen it by the time you're listening to this, what is wrong with you? Go rent it, because it's probably already out the way movies work these days. Um... Yeah, Toto has been left in the house as Dorothy and Auntie M get in the carriage to go to the doctors and leave Uncle Henry behind. But he's sitting outside in, well, I want to call it a porch, but really it's just an unfinished house. And Toto's inside behind the window. Or as the script would refer to it, uh, Henry is sitting in the unwalled room. Unwalled room. That... I mean, accurate. That's what it is. I'm so bothered that that's not how you build houses, but I do love your solution of Uncle Henry and Auntie M had a race to see who could build their half of the house first, and Auntie M won so hard. Once they got rid of all the hired hands, you know, there was only one choice. They each had to build half the house. Uh, Uncle Henry, not doing so well about that, but he sends them off, still sitting there. (laughs) And interestingly enough, uh, in in, in the uh, seventh version of the script, uh, Dorothy waves to Uncle Henry, he waves back, Mm -hmm. and then Henry says, get yourselves back before sundown. And that's it. So Dorothy, Dorothy has had a couple moments here. Uh, 
The script doesn't call for Dorothy yelling Aunt Em when she's running from Belina with the key. Mm-hmm. But she does. And it doesn't have her saying, we will, uh, back to Uncle Henry. So I, I don't know if that's just Furzabach was just adding things, maybe? I mean, it's very natural. It seems... Yeah. Otherwise, it's like a one-sided conversation a couple times. could have been added between our version of the script and actually shooting it. Like, it could be on the actual shooting pages that Feruza Balk was handed that day. They had added that because they realized how one-sided it was. Or maybe they tried it that way and then were like, huh, that feels weird. And actually... Adding the Aunt M when she's running would have been so easy to just add later. Because it's not close up on her. Yeah, I guess we don't really we don't really see her talking. It just so, makes sense that you'd see her running and yeah, yeah, add in the voice. So maybe someone was like, you know what would sound really good there? You know what would make a lot of sense? And it might be the same thing here. Like, they might have filmed... But here, I think we do... She, we, we clearly see her that she's saying we will, but maybe they tried it as written first and then were like, um, I'm very like emotionally heightened right now, which I think is why I'm misreading all my social cues because Toto does the little paw thing at the glass in the window. Again, this is not how you build houses. The windows wouldn't be done when half the house is still just framed, but, but, but Toto's in the room and he. He paws at the window and he's crying and it's very upsetting. And then he he gets out the window, which is awesome, and he runs after. And what should happen is that he should leap into the carriage and they go, Oh my gosh, we almost left without you. That was terrible and we'll never be apart. But what really happens is that Dorothy turns around and yells at him to go home. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the moment where you realize this is not going to be exactly the same same movie because Toto it plays plays a huge role uh, in the original, and here he's just like he helps her find the key. Well, no, he doesn't help. No, find it, no. Sorry. But, Belina, a chicken, helps her find the, but, the pivotal Oz key. But all right, we agreed. No spoiler. Or there's no spoiler alert because the movie came out in 1939. In The Wizard of Oz, Toto saves the day. Toto is very pivotal, and and. Toto was chasing the chickens, which led Dorothy to Belina, who led him to the key, her to the key. So it, it could be that Toto is the the sheave of this whole scenario. Oh, no, I don't like that. <laughs> but, but you know, the, the puppet master, mastermind, behind the scenes, making things happen person. Toto's very important. It's just, so Dorothy yells, go home a few times turns around, and then Toto does stop running after the carriage, sits in the middle of the, and I'm using air quotes, road, and cries. And I was so upset by that. I never questioned how Toto opened the window without opposable thumbs. That's all you. Yeah, somehow Toto does manage. The Granted, we don't see the full window uh, in the first shot. I think we do. I think we see that it is fully closed. Or we, we see enough it, to see that it is shut. Yeah. It's somehow total between that and the uh, the second shot. I don't know. Maybe Uncle Henry got up from his 
uh, unwalled room, walked over, <laughs> opened the window a little bit, and then walked back. Oh, man, I almost like that better. I guess you're right. We don't see the bottom of the sill. We're definitely supposed to believe it shut all the way, though. Hmm. I'm, I'm just scrubbing through now to confirm, because she yells, you know what? It shows them leaving the farm. That's enough time for Uncle Henry to get up, hustle over, open the window a little bit so that Toto can squeeze underneath. Maybe I Uncle Henry. It. Sorry, go ahead. Maybe Uncle Henry needs to learn how you use dogs. The giving him part of the window wasn't really the right move. Like, why? Why is Toto? Why is Toto inside? That's weird. Well, and also, Toto's inside, and there's no way for Toto to get outside of this half-finished house that's open to the... Whatever. Uh, I'm assuming Toto followed Dorothy inside when she was getting ready, because she has changed. So, Auntie Em and Dorothy have now changed into their going-to-the-city outfits, I guess you would call that. They're, they're dressed up. They've got She's got on a coat. Um, Dorothy has a really cute hat, but... So, some time has passed... And I'm guessing maybe Dorothy just, like, shut the door on her way out and closed Toto in the room. But I don't know. I grew up with... This has been a huge argument because my husband always said if we get a dog, it has to be crate trained. And I grew up with what I now call free-range dogs, where they have full range of the house. And, I mean, our dog wasn't allowed to go upstairs, but we just trained her, like, you don't go past this spot because... All that was there was the stairs in the bathroom, and she did not need to be in either of them. And I'm a big believer in free-range dogs. Like, dogs, you know, you can't just have them stuck in one place all the time. So this is now, good job, movie, doubly upsetting, because Toto was clearly shut up in a room, alone. <sighs> and if Uncle Henry... Henry window theory aside, if Uncle Henry... <laughs> is so injured that he can only sit down and just sort of chill. Mm -hmm. Who's going to let Toto out during the day? Like, wouldn't they want Toto to be... Who's going to take the dog out? Yaha, exactly. I mean, it's 1899, but you'd, you'd think, okay, there's a got a, there's probably a screen door or... I, mean, I don't know if when dog doors were... Created. But you probably would not have your dog just locked inside the house. No. With only a, a window cracked open. If that. Yeah, Toto is not an indoor dog. That is ridiculous. That's also not a thing. It's only the cats. Um, I, in looking back over this, am very distraught because... Or... Blah. I am very perplexed because... You're right, they don't have a screen door, which would solve about half their problems in this minute. Um, they did have a screen door in The Wizard of Oz, because I'm pretty sure that's what goes flying off when Dorothy's trying to get into the house. But also, I thought, I'm very thrown off by the fact that if I'm remembering the beginning of The Wizard of Oz correctly, they have, like, a picket fence? Definitely a wooden fence. And here... The fence around their farmyard, house, but extended, whatever you're calling it, we have established we are not farmers, 
That's an old stone wall. Like, it looks cool, but where was that in the movie? Because that's not new. They haven't built that since the tornado. Yeah, that... They're... Well... The old stone wall might have might have been in town, and it was just, uh, you know, as families moved in and set up set up farms, some of those old stone boundary markers uh, were replaced. You know, people added added a nice wooden fence. Mm. It was more of an aesthetic choice, and there were so many fences around that you just didn't notice that the there was a stone wall here and a stone wall there. Hiding, because because that's a very New England. Oh yeah, there's a stone wall. Because, of course there is. But this is Kansas. How long have people even been there to be building stone wall? I don't know. It, it's very distracting, and it, it did not, however, distract me from noticing that I do remember enough of the movie The Wizard of Oz to know that they lived on a road out to their farm. They are literally just going through a grass field in this minute. Yeah, there's the the desolation is kind of unbelievable. <laughs> there's there's no mention of the farmhands here, though they were in the script. There's Not no mentions. <laughs> there's no animals. There are no crops. There's no neighbors. There's no city. There's no little farming community. Uh, like if if you're now, I know. Disney couldn't really make this a sequel because they, you know, that was a Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers film. They didn't have all the rights. They got to use the ruby slippers, but, uh, you know, that doesn't mean you had to set set it in the emptiest farm in the world. I think you just almost swore. Uh, yeah, the the. 1939 movie was MGM, and Disney specifically had to pay them to use mention of the ruby slippers. The original material, I believe, is copyright-free, but because that was invented for the movie, they had to pay for that piece. But this... You're right. It's... Disney owns backlots. Like, Disney has set movies on farms before. This is literally... Just, like, empty rolling fields. <laughs> I mean, there's barely even marks where the wagon wheels usually go, and that's only because this wasn't the first take. I mean, that's how unmarked this is. I guarantee you, those markings we see where it kind of starts to look like it's a road, that's just from previous takes. That's those wheels smushing down the grass. My apologies to MGM. <laughs> Yes, of course, MGM. Okay. Warner Brothers. Hey, well, the... They have the Animaniacs. They're happy. They're fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think if I have anything else for this minute. Like I said, a lot of it is just me with like my hand over my mouth trying not to cry because Tansy as Toto is so upsetting. And like, she, he, she, he, whatever, you're the, the dog gets out of the window and starts running and you're like, yeah, you know, it feels like a really triumphant moment when Toto jumps out of that window and you're like, yeah! And then it immediately turns into little Bruce Bolt screaming, go home! And it's just, 
awful. And I mean, if you've watched any kids' movies about animals, the go home or the stay here as they go away, it's all bad. <sighs> Is this foreshadowing of Toto's own horrific journey to come? It better not be. I would like to think that Toto went back to the house and hung out with Uncle Henry, and Uncle Henry's been totally faking it this whole time, and they had a wonderful dinner with lots of sausages that he made. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just had a great night together. They hung out. They had dinner. They, uh, he, Uncle Henry let Toto run around the yard, chase some chickens for a while. They went inside, they invented TV, they sat down, and they watched your favorite movie together. The end. I kind of like this idea of Uncle Henry as being, being kind of fun and, and the cool one. I, I'm really, I'm really digging it. <laughs> well, I'm glad there could be some glimmer of joy in this minute. <laughs> was this, uh, was, was the graphic novel something that Disney Marvel put out recently? Or was this from, from the original, like from, from the 80s? It's definitely new because, again, it's Disney Marvel. So it's got to be at least. So I would have to check the actual copyright on it. But it is a newer version. It is the original story, though. So I probably sound weird because I'm walking over to the bookcase to get it instead of staring at it because that's silly. So, uh, I've mentioned before, this w movie wasn't a rousing success that Disney really got behind and promoted the heck out of and loved. Uh, they just kind of pretended it didn't exist for quite a while, but there were some times, like, people have said, like, oh yeah, the Return to Us story, and it's like, that's not actually the sequel. Disney made this up. Uh, the graphic novel is based on Ozma of Oz, the L. Frank Baum story. It is very different. And again, obviously there's some overlap. There's tons of overlap. This is one of the source materials for the movie. But the beginning is different. The ending is different. Some of the characters are different. It is a whole nine thing, whole long thing. But uh, Ozma of Oz by Frank L. Baum, but with Eric... Shanauer and Scotty Young as the creators of the graphic novel has a copyright date of 2010, 2011, and 2012. Nope. 20, just 2012. That's because of all the characters that have their own. And I can tell you that the book I'm holding in my hand was manufactured between April 2nd, 2012 and April 23rd, 2012 in Chelsea, Michigan. I don't think I've ever seen that specific a date. I mean, it's not like this can go bad and give me food poisoning. Why would I need to know when it was manufactured? Um, but cool. I, I highly recommend it. And I definitely want to read. They did one of The Marvelous Land of Oz, which is the other Oz sequel that this movie used as source material. And I actually did see a copy of the Marvel Disney graphic novel. But I am so OCD it was a different size, and I didn't want to have two books of the same type that were in different formats, so I'm waiting until I can find it in the right edition. Excellent. Yeah. Which, uh, 
I'm a little fog. It's been a few years since I read I read the books. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to go too far into the weeds here, but the uh, Ozma of Oz has the the China doll characters. No, so that must be Marvelous no. Land. Okay, that must be Marvelous. Yeah, I don't think I've read the sequels since I was a kid in in normal book chapter book form. So I haven't read Marvelous Land of Oz in at least two decades. So, um, but I do remember there being China. I think that was it. Uh, Marvelous Land of Oz takes place entirely in Oz. Dorothy doesn't appear in it at all. And then Ozma of Oz is basically the return of Dorothy, but it gets into the land of Ev, their neighbors. Okay. Um, there's an entirely different royal family. Uh, there is an entirely different kingdom. (laughs) The original characters do appear but they are just very much in a different order than they are in this movie and and fulfilling different roles really i should say um and then a couple of my favorite characters from this movie are only extremely briefly in ozma of oz because they are you know pure oz characters so they're only like at the very beginning or end um but it is the one with Belina, the chicken. So it's all good. <laughs> it, it is fascinating what bits and pieces they took to put together a sequel and have it be have, have it reflect the books, but be a sequel to the original movie. And it's it's almost a miracle that they got something as coherent as this film is. Given that they were just choosing plot elements and saying, oh, well, this is good, and this is good, and this is good, and we'll just make these two things go together. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely, I mean, hey, we're a Movies by Minutes podcast. We are here to analyze, criticize, and celebrate, and we really are doing that with this one. There is a lot of uh, questions brought up by this movie, but you're right. The fact that they were even able to get... To get it made at all is pretty amazing. Like they easily could have just made one of the other books into into a movie. Just start with the second book, uh, you know, or tell tell a Dorothy story and you know take take pieces of that. But this is uh, some of the characters here don't don't appear in books with Dorothy at all, right? Because Jack doesn't appear. Yes, he is. Oh, he's, I he's he was the only... one. He's in like a panel in Ozma of Oz, but he um, is the. You can edit this out because massive spoilers. <laughs> um, Jack is like the mayor of the Emerald City. What? No, the Scarecrow is running the Emerald City. Because yeah, um... the army comes in and unseats the scarecrow, and then the scarecrow and our like yeah. team of heroes have to flee. No, the army is working for the scarecrow in this one. All right. Well, come back tomorrow to find out if Tyranny has recovered from her traumatic crying because the dog is crying moment. 
Uh, in the meantime, you can check us out online at weogtiogpiog.com or join us on Facebook. Search Return to Oz Minute and you'll find our page and our listener society. And in the meantime, weog. Tiog. Piog. 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 <laughs> <laughs>